um, I think what men want, like we want a solid partner, but yeah, how do you go through that discernment and juggle that while also trying to figure out and make sure that you got the right friends around you, the right family members. Now you got to do it with your partner. Yeah. Like how are you, how are you going through that? Or is that even a focus? Uh, at this point in my life, it's not. Uh, I think a lot of things with me happened early and opened my eyes, like even with my my journey in entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get back to your question, original question, but my journey in entrepreneurship came from having career jobs early and mm-hmm. kind of seeing behind the curtain and seeing, like, this might not be what's it for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I worked for NBA TV. Mm-hmm. They had layoffs because it was a lockout mm-hmm. uh, at the time. So you're already seeing your yeah, job so is dependent yeah, on I'm other people. Yeah, I'm saying, like, th- this whole idea of uh, security mm-hmm. and, like, in your job and your career is really not there either. Yeah. And so when I realized, like, you're still taking a risk regardless, um, that changed my mindset. And the same thing with relationships, like, back to your question. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was in relationships back to back. Like, I really wasn't single as a younger, like, really, I wasn't single my whole 20s. I really just wow. became single 29 going into 30. Wow, okay. That's my first time being single for like I've been single since then. Yeah. And um in hindsight now I look back and realize it benefited me in a lot of ways, but it also stunted my growth in a lot of ways. Mm. Because I didn't develop individually like yeah. I should have. So it was yeah. like I was always taking care of people and like not saying I was just taking care of them, but I yeah. was always had you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody that I had to be there for be the man for, like, show the yeah. way, be a leader, and all that stuff. And it, that develops that part of me. But at the same time, I realized, like, I was missing out on some individual development that I needed. And mm. in these last couple of years, I've done that. And I'm I'm getting kind of addicted to that. So, mm. yeah, the focus ain't really on a relationship right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wait till I get where I'm going, and then I'll focus back in on that. Mm. Well, I, I guess that segues into... Uh where we can take it then, and, and that is where you're going. So you have, shit, last I heard, you had at least like 10 different things you were doing, but right now, so yeah. no longer cars. Now look on uh, Instagram yesterday, and you're like, yo, the Airbnb shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, so that's too, that's, it's, you know, too much in Atlanta right now. Yeah, so basically uh, right now, I mean, I got my real estate license in 2016, Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going crazy with that for a minute. Um, it definitely was, like, motivational to do something new. And my passion has always been a cross between psychology and selling. Mm-hmm. So marketing mm-hmm. and stuff is right in that vein as far as, like, consumer behavior and stuff. Like, just understanding why people buy. What and they understand, buy. Yeah, what they buy, how yeah. to get them to buy, all that stuff. So yeah. that's always fascinated me. So real estate kind of scratched that itch. Mm-hmm. And... I was doing that, and obviously I, I told myself the reason why I ended up getting in real estate and that car business at the time is because I'm like, if I'm going to sell things, what's the two largest purchases that people make yeah. on average, a house and a car? So I was like, yeah. well, let's sell the highest things they buy. So I just logically, that was like, all right, let's do that, and I'll go mm-hmm. get my licenses, and that's what I did. Um, but And during that time, while you're also doing that, you're this is um, valet or this is so, at the hotel? So, yeah, basically what happened was I, I started doing, you know, valet was a gold mine for any young dudes out there. I need to yeah. let them know. I don't yeah. know if it's still as sweet as it was. Oh, no, I definitely, yeah. I, I worked at a hotel, uh, hotels in general. Yeah. If you moving into a new state or a new city, yeah. tap into the hotel. You're yeah. going to get free food. Everything. I'm Man, and I'm all the money right coming now. to you. All the time. Like, there's tip jobs when you're coming up, and it's usually... Like, as a waiter. Mm-hmm. At you. But, yeah, I was going to say, uh, it's tip jobs coming up, and most people pick that, like, waiting on tables and stuff. But mm-hmm. for me, I always look at things, like, and pay attention to the structure of it and what's feasible for me. And I'm like, do I really want to be waiting on tables and yeah. talking to people for 40 minutes to an hour and then find out they're not tipping me? Yeah. Right, right? yeah. With valet, it was like, yo, I pull your car around, talk to you for two seconds, you give me your money, you gone. Like, we just yeah. get money, keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going. It's like... It's better. Yeah. I ain't wasting that much time. So even if you don't tip me, it yeah. ain't no I problem. I only dealt car. with you for three minutes. Yeah. So it's all good. And so seeing that logic, I was like, all right, cool. I got on the valet job in college, 
and I realized it was just making me a lot of money. Like I was promoting mm-hmm. for clubs and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. getting my taste of like having a, a business structure. And we was uh, in charge. Me and my boys was in charge of like doing the eighteen and up parties for our promotion team. So that's so, kind of like the, the entrepreneurial. Yeah, you start itch feeling like scratch, a boss and yeah. understanding how to like hire staff and have people promoting for you. And yeah. you know what I mean, just yeah. running a business yeah. on a, on a scale. So that was scratching that itch for me, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, like on the weekends, I would work at like Four Seasons back then. I was at Four Seasons, which is one like of the like premier hotel. hotels. Yeah. yeah, I always, if you're going to get it, you're going to get yeah. it. Yeah. So I went there and it's like, I'm making 150, 200 every time I go to work. So it's like, Damn, yeah, man. it's money. Yeah. To be in college, like, I'm not eating ramen noodles like yeah. everybody else. I got some money now. <laughs> yeah. So And you get your money on the side from promoting yeah, and doing still, all that shit and yeah. building connections Literally. in both lanes. In both lanes. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing. That I would say that the valet at those premier spots, because I did four seasons, I eventually went over to St. Regis and was like a doorman and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, those things opened my eyes a lot because one, it showed me like the level of life people are living. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I started to see yeah. what real money looked real. like, how it moved. Not on social media. Yeah, the residents yeah. that was living there, I was like, oh, we, we thinking these dudes in the club and stuff got money. Like, these yeah. dudes living in five, four million dollar. Like penthouses yeah, for months. Yeah, on top of a hotel. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They coming down and they got yeah. people on hand and foot doing things for them. Yeah. Like they living a different life. I was in Miami. I, I'm seeing them renting out. They're like my house is getting uh-huh. renovated or whatever. Some yeah. shit's getting redone. We staying here for two three months and we talking over five hundred dollars a night. Yeah, these hotels easy. I met a lot of people. I still talk to a lot of people. One thing I would say is that always kind of reaffirm my journey. I made a lot of, like, rich friends. Like, and when I say, like, they took a liking to me, like they saw something in me that reminded mm-hmm. me of them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole bunch of us young dudes out there, but they would always come down and talk to me. Yeah. Christmas, I'm getting $1,000, like, envelopes from people. Like, yeah. they just, you know what I mean? They really yeah. vibe with me. And I'm like, that's letting me know that they must see me on, on that path. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah. I'm like, I feel that way. They feel that way. Yeah. Everything. Like, I used to get invited to, like games, they would give me their courtside seats if they not going Man. all that. I'm like 23 years old sitting courtside. People don't even know how I'm sitting there. It's because some, some millionaire mean, came. This to is before the social media shit was popping off. Yeah, so you, you had a uh, definitely a lot of content you could have been mm-hmm. capturing around that time. Yeah, know? I didn't so. understand the importance of social media back then. I yeah. wish I did because I yeah, was going me too. crazy. <laughs> me too. And the, the YouTube shit, I would have been doing this a long time ago. Yeah. You know, so okay, yeah. Um. What's your mental like at that at that point? Like, are you in a relationship or yeah, you're in a relationship, a relationship, so you're juggling a relationship? And that helped me. It, it actually helped me at that time. It helped me focus because I am like a a very like I got I got a, a energy about me that I attract people when I talk to them, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, I can be a people person, even mm-hmm. though I wouldn't call myself that, people but I'm yeah. very good at it. And so utilitarian at that point. Yeah, and I think if I was single at that time, I might have been doing too much and been Mm. distracted. I feel like being in a relationship kept me focused. Yeah. So it was a a minor like burden at some points in my life because I was trying to like play house too much. Like I had my girl was living with me, all this other stuff. But at Mm. the same time, it was also very good for me to like focus because if I got my girlfriend, I'm not out here doing all kinds of other shit. You know what I mean? So now I can really focus on the mission. Mm. So. I ain't going to say it was all bad. It definitely served a purpose in my life. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, most millionaires, billionaires, you know, they start out that way. Yeah. You know, they start out married. They're doing shit together. Yeah. You don't really, you're not really looking for other shit when you're outside. You just move different. Um, You can definitely be a lot more focused when you, yeah. when you have somebody there solid with you. So, okay. And they, your mental is, is pretty good at this point. Or, like, you, is it a struggle? It's, I mean, you're juggling work. Entrepreneurship and that's still growing. You mm-hmm. got the relationship. We ain't even talked about like family, all that shit that's going on there. Loss of family, or, yeah. You know, other yeah. shit that's just uh, in and out. Mental's pretty you, strong. You're pretty um, good there. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I was uh, growing up. I was probably more one dimensional. I'm. I've always been a super hustler. Like mm. I, I'm always trying to get some money to the point where I think my life is out of balance. If you've been seeing my post recently, yeah. like I've just had like an awakening. Yeah, where I realized like. There's more to life. Like, I always knew there was more to life, but yeah. I still was moving in a way where it's, you like know what I mean? Else. I'm Mr. Krabs. I yeah. hear it's money, 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 money. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was yeah. going crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like I started realizing, like, chasing chasing money is 
uh, not as important, or at mm. least I need to know why I'm chasing it because I feel like I was just chasing it, just, just chasing it. Yeah, and what, what was that the, was the only problem I think. If I look at my mental then mm-hmm. to now, I feel like I've grown in that aspect. What was the catalyst for the the awakening? Like, um, what do you think was the thing that kind of like, damn, okay, there's really more to this shit. I, I would say traveling. Like yeah. I seen, I noticed that you were. It's crazy. It would look like more. traveling. Yeah. Traveling uh, propelled it, but what really, mm-hmm. it's crazy. In 2020, mm-hmm. uh, I got a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. I got like a bad stomach bug. I was out. Uh, I was in Puerto Rico, and mm-hmm. I believe it was from Puerto Rico, like where it happened, because mm-hmm. everything was fine up until Puerto Rico. Yeah. I was in Puerto Rico, and um, the homie Will, all of us was out there mm-hmm. having fun. My boy Barlow, um, we had some some friends come meet us out there. We was having fun. Mm-hmm. And so I went swimming in a river. We all went swimming in this river. Mm-hmm. And this is me not knowing <laughs> that yeah. swimming in rivers water. are not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. still water, like yeah. all these plants and wildlife. It's a lot of living organisms yeah. in water. Yeah. And this ain't the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So swimming in the river, just living life, trying to be, you know what I mean? Just yeah. free. Yeah. And so having fun, I think I just... Ended my last relationship around that time, so we just living. Yeah, we drinking, time, we yeah. smoking, we just having a vibe. <laughs> yeah. And everybody kind of had stomach issues after that, mm-hmm. but I guess my stomach was really weak because <laughs> everybody bounced back in like four or five days, and I'm yeah. talking about weeks start going by, and I'm like, yo, I'm starting to have acid reflux. All types yeah. of weird stuff started happening. Oh, and shit, okay. Yo, for months, like six, seven months straight, I'm talking about my stomach, like the line in my stomach, I guess, was deteriorating. They didn't even find out until... Six, seven months, because I'm going to the doctor getting blood work, and my yeah. blood work's coming back right. So yeah. the doctor can't tell me what's, what's going exactly on because they don't wrong. know. They look yeah. at me by my blood work like, yo, everything looks fine. I'm yeah. so, so a part of me's like, I must be good because they tell me I'm fine. Yeah. So I go home, and it's like, I'm just changing my diet. It's all in my head. Yeah. I'm like, nah, bro, I feel crazy. I'm yeah. losing weight, all that. And I'm already yeah. slim, so it's like, yeah. I can't be losing weight. Yeah. End up doing research on my own, going back, trying to, like, work with my doctor and tell them how I'm feeling, the research I'm seeing. We end up doing another test. It was uh, a bug in my stomach called H, H. pylori. It's wow. a uh, it's like a, a bacteria. Yeah. It usually affects people's stomachs and stuff. When you travel, like, when they be telling you don't be drinking water. Yeah. Like, and that's so the stuff. So the trip didn't even come up to your doctor. Like, you're not even thinking Yeah, like, I had to backtrack there. and really, yeah. like, sit down. Like, how we talking? That's yeah. how I had to talk with my doctor and, like, work through this so we can start figuring out what it could be. And then Damn. we tested for that and found out that's what it was. And so I'm going for six, seven months. Mm-hmm. With a stomach bug that's, I guess, growing, at growing this point, getting and getting worse. worse. Yeah. And with the H. pylori, you f- like I was eating bad um, at the time. This, that's what changed my whole health journey and stuff everything. too. Yeah, now I eat really healthy. But what happened was, you know, aesthetics. As being young, slim, it's like I want to gain weight, so yeah. I'm eating. I'm on meal yeah. plans. I'm eating like yeah. five meals a day. Like at one point, I had my alarm clock going off every couple hours, like four yeah. hours to eat. Because yeah. I'm, like, gaining weight. I'm bulking Damn, up getting big. I was doing the same shit. Yeah, but I'm doing it. But imagine I'm feeding a bacteria while I'm doing that. Um, so you, yeah. I'm eating bread. And, you know, and because I'm yeah. slim, I'm not thinking about my health. I'm thinking, like, I don't get fat, so I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'm not really realizing that, like, I'm killing my stomach, especially the fact that it's already weakened. And so I was just making it real bad and deteriorating everything. And then um, when Damn. I found out. Uh, what it was, they put me on antibiotics for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It killed the uh, the stomach bacteria, and then, yo, your stomach has to build back. And so I'm yeah. like literally holistic pages and learning about everything. And now it's like you know better, you do better. Yeah. And it's like, man, my whole life has changed. But that is what like put me on this whole like I need to live life because I'm like, bro, I stacked up a lot of money. Like when I tell you, like I was, yeah. I- I'm feeling good about myself up until that point, and yeah. I realized health is everything because, yeah. bro, I would have gave. Every dollar I ever had to feel like normal again. Like I was feeling miserable. I was depressed. Damn, and yeah. this was going on for months. Months. Bro, I was down bad. And so once I started feeling back better, the first thing I did was like, I gotta live life, bro. I've been sitting here stacking up. Like I felt like I was gonna die some days. Like it was that bad. Yeah, it sounded like the shit was Yeah, and it, it's like a hopeless feeling. You go to the yeah. doctor and the doctor can't figure it out either. So it's like yo, I feel yeah. like the one thing that good that came out of it was I'm like, well, I'm testing for everything. I'm testing for cancers and everything else. I'm telling them my family's histories of, like, who had cancer. So you're also so, getting a back a yeah. catalog of your and I cleared, data. And I cleared yeah. that out of my head. So now yeah. I know I'm nowhere near no cancer because all that came back good. Yeah. So it sucked at the time because I'm like, all right, it's not cancer, but yeah. what the hell is it? <laughs> yeah. But knowing all that now, it's like that got out the clear. It put my mind at ease. And once I figured out what it was, it was just a mission on fixing it. And then... Mm. That just, like, showed me, like, man, all the money in the world don't mean shit if you yeah. feel like you're going to die. And all and this I, shit could go away. Yeah, that quick. And literally. So I was like, bro, since then, 
it was everywhere. I'm going to Spain. I'm going to France. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm going to like Greece. I started yeah. traveling. I was like fucking London. We going everywhere. Yeah. What like, did you from the traveling? Because anybody know me, they know yeah. traveling's like my thing. Like yeah. that's where I find my um because I, I like challenge uh-huh. and I find a lot of challenges within traveling. Like if, if whether it's dealing with lines, dealing with another a culture shock or dealing with another culture that don't do shit the way that I do it. Yeah. That's how I deal with with challenge and and learning. Yeah. So have you what's your process to traveling? Like like do you enjoy it for the the learning aspect of just being in, in different cultures or is it like it's I just the learning go aspect. Be I'm, at peace. Like I said, man, my roots, I'm very fascinated with psychology, bro. Mm-hmm. Like fascinated by it. Uh yeah. how people think like just like, yo, I'm an avid chess player. Like, everything. I, I I love seeing how the mind works. Like, mm-hmm. how other people think. Mm-hmm. Like, their thought processes, how they get to their conclusion. Like, I even like to backtrack, like, their parents and their childhood and try to figure out why they are the way they, the way are. they are. You yeah. know what I mean? I analyze yeah. myself. I'm just that type of person. Yeah. Like, and I it, my brain moves fast. So I can meet somebody and I'm thinking, like, 30 things. I just be holding it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even help it. But, um, so traveling is just, it, it's crazy because I got... All these relationships now, bro. Like when I tell you, mm. if you if I go to Paris and you meet me on Paris, you'll think I lived in Paris, bro. I got that, a network nigga, of like 20, 20 something people. <laughs> I'm running I the seen. streets with everybody, bro. Yeah. All the creatives, everybody like, yo, yeah. they gonna hear this interview and they gonna shout me out. These yeah. are my homies now, like everybody. Yeah. I met them out there, party with them for two weeks. Uh we was doing uh fashion week and they took me to all their events. No, I really looked like you. You was there. Like, yeah. it looked like you were home. Like, like I grew up there. Homecoming, yeah. And it feel like that. Like, literally, That's right fire. now, my DM, she just invited me her birthday in January, one of the homies. Like, That's I might fire. fly out for her birthday and just be with them. That's what that shit is about for me. You yeah. Know? Like, just really making the, the connections and understanding that the way that you live life and the texture of your life and everything in it. Yeah. Somebody's world is completely different. And there are, right. there are differences, but there are definitely parallels. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's just expanding the mind. You want to meet people. You want to you want to influence people and rub off on them and shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want them to rub off on you. Like yeah. their their outlook on the world was different than mine. Like yo, we chilling, smoking some nights, yeah. drinking, whatever, having yeah. like deep talks about life. Their view of it from where they at. You know, everything's different for them. They got different media channels. The media and the news we hear is yeah. different from their news. The way they look at the world is different. The way we look at it. Yeah. And having those discussions and just being up late and vibing with other people yeah it's like it opens your mind and, and shows you like it's this shit is a lot bigger than you think it is man yeah. a lot. and the world is a lot smaller too you know that like, too when i it's when like I, a conundrum to be honest yeah like <laughs> when i understood that the amount of time you sit in traffic in atlanta you could be on a plane to a whole other country within that same amount of time bro like from miami to fucking mexico is literally the same amount of time you sit in traffic Yo, in Atlanta. To speak on it being smaller, everywhere I go, I run into somebody. Everywhere. When yeah, I was I in Paris, I ran into my homie uh, Shaq. He's a uh, shout out to him. His IG is uh, Daily Gems. Mm-hmm. He he does a lot of content creation. He actually just shot the video for uh, Westside Gun. Um, mm, the homie. Yeah. I'm at a block party. I'm talking thousands of people. This is like during Fashion Week, like, and it's also during like their music uh, festival. Mm-hmm. Like the first day of summer was like June 20 something when I was out there, mm-hmm. and they have like. It's like Mardi Gras or like some crazy, like the whole streets, yeah. they all take off work and it's music everywhere. Everybody's vibing. Like you I got love it. that shit. Yo, I, I love cultures that do that, period. I'm vibing. Mm-hmm. Tell me why somebody like, yo, Schoon. I hear, like somebody say Schoon. I turn around, it's the homie. I went to Riverdale with him. He live in New York. Wow. Yo, he's out there doing content and like living his life mm-hmm. and we connected. And it's crazy. When we got back, he's actually, he did content for Will. When we went to New York, yeah. you know what I mean. We connected yeah. with him, and when he come down here, we connect with him again. But yeah. yo, I ran into him. I'm in Greece. I run into people from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. same thing. I'm in yeah. the club with people I went to Georgia State with. Like the world is very small. Yeah, which and, which definitely uh, speaks to the fact that you should treat everyone that you meet for the, at least for the first time. Yeah, like they somebody. Like yeah. you never know who the fuck you're talking I, to. I try to tell people one of the like one of the greatest. Like attributes of mine and characteristics I have is I I think long term with everybody. Like even I tell people all the time, like the way I use social media, like I really plant seeds, and everybody know it because bro, I don't I don't ignore no DMs. Yeah, none. Yeah, like I literally check my DMs in the morning, 
And my DMs get heavy because I'm active on my stories. Yeah. yeah. Like, I check them jumps like emails. Like, yeah. I wake up in the morning and hit the unread tab, and everybody that I missed, I will literally spend 30 minutes and respond. People ask me for advice. I don't know them from a can of paint. I will literally mm-hmm. sit there, and if I got time, yo, yeah. I want to start these Airbnbs. You got any advice for me, homie? I will, like, write a paragraph to a stranger. Yeah. But, yeah. yo, that's also why when I do things, people support me and fuck with me because, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? Those yeah. are the things, those are little things that, yo, there's people that really feel like we tight. And I mean, yeah. in a way, I guess we are. Yeah. Because I've, I've helped people. I got homies that be like, yo, man, I really appreciate what you be doing, man. Or I, mm. You know what I mean? Just... I you take don't know time on my day, bro. On the way and up. you don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. You don't know what they're gonna do. That same yeah. person that you taking the time that you think is like not really on the path to success, mm-hmm. that same person might be the guy that changes your life later. That's a fact. And I mean, I don't do it because of that, but I'm I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even if they're not that guy, it don't matter. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or woman. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. I still. That's like that's just a whole for point, the love. Bro. I mean, yeah, like that's your it's ties and offer. Yeah. That's your that's your give to the universe. Yo. It's it's crazy because we can I don't know how long we gonna be here but we can go deep because I've been spiritually I've been on another wavelength and let's there's some it. things I've been thinking about. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to say. Um, was it what was it the so let's piece it together so you the bug got rid of that uh-huh. and then because recently this awakening kind of happened happened and it is. Religion has played a part of that, too? Or uh, just spirit, spirituality in general has played a part of that? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Um, it's just paying attention. So I've become more aware, self-aware. Um, mm-hmm. Through the health journey, I've been paying attention what my body needs on a health aspect. But mm-hmm. then that also starts to bleed over into a spiritual aspect because you start to pay attention what your body needs all the way around. Yeah. I just became aware. Like, you know, like I... When I get in the car, I don't listen to music. I drive silent yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, these are my, my meditation times. Like, when I'm in the shower, I'm thinking. I take long-ass showers. I go mm-hmm. to the sauna. I don't watch TV when I'm in the sauna. I'm just sitting in that motherfucker just thinking. Yeah. So, like, when you sit with yourself, you start to really pay attention. And so it started from the health journey. It's like I'll eat things and try to feel if my body agrees with it or if it likes it mm-hmm. so I can feel, like, what works for me instead mm-hmm. of just trying to watch YouTube videos and figure yeah. out what they're telling me to eat. It's yeah. like, yo, I can listen to my body yeah. and see how it performs. And so doing that, you just come real in tune. And then from there, I started to spiritually feel like, what do I need? And I started to feel like the whole chasing the money wasn't fulfilling. Mm. And um, uh, one of the interviews I had with the homie Latif, at the end of it, uh, some people bring it up a lot. Mm. But I speak on the fact that, like, my goal, and it's not even a goal, it's like, it's concrete. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. On my 40th birthday, I'm done. Like, I'm I'm not yeah. working no more. Yeah. Everything's on autopilot. Damn, that's my age, too, so yeah. I feel you. Yeah, yeah it's like, you're at 40 years old. Yeah. Because I just feel like life is so much more than the material aspect of yeah. it. And it's like, I'm indulging that in my younger years, but the older you get, the closer you're supposed to get to God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's in yeah. for everybody, really. Like, you, if you ever pay attention, the old folks are the one that go to the church the most yeah. religiously. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the older you get, it's because... Physically, you're getting closer to God. Yeah, so spiritually, say, yeah. you should be getting closer to God. Yeah. And I feel like, why wait too long? I want to yeah. still have some youth with me. So if I'm keeping my body healthy at 40, I want to retire. And I'm talking about I might be in temples with monks. I might do everything. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I might bounce around for three, four yeah. months each country and just learn things and be with the people. Yeah. Like, that's how I want to live. But I, I fuck with that. I think I'm already um, kind of dead set on that, too, to be honest. And I've been laying the foundation for that lifestyle for a minute. Um, I think after 2020, 2020, actually, I went, when I seen shit going left here, I just, uh, the homie had, my mentor and best friend had a, a business he was building in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Hey, shit, I just come out there and kick it with you. Yeah. So this shit blow over. And For then real? Going through that whole experience, not knowing shit, not knowing the culture, but him taking me and having like a one-on-one experience because he's there. He speaks fluent Spanish. He has a family there. He take me to city center. Is he Spanish or shit. he just? Yeah, Puerto Rican and okay, black. Got you. So he taking me to the uh, city center, and we fucking negotiating on plates and you know wood and how he gonna build. He built an empty closet damn near, probably the size of this, into a restaurant. For real? He's like, yo, I've been wanting a restaurant for a long ass time. Yeah. I'm like, shit. All right. Well, where you want to do it at? Yeah. Like, I'm in Colombia now. I'm gonna stay out here. Like, shit. I'll, I'll come with you. That's dope. Did it. And you know, I've been in the restaurant industry. Yeah. Like, I think high school, I had like three jobs. 
yeah, tell <laughs> um, me about it. Yeah, high school, I was fucking, I was crazy. But um, I was in the restaurant industry, and he knew that, so he like, shit, you know how it's probably going to the best way to organize it. So just come out and help me. Yeah. Like, all right, shit, but. So having that experience and seeing how they live life and just knowing that I could pivot and I don't really have to do the shit that I was taught to do. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to You can make a profession that. out of anything you want, bro. Yeah. Anything you want. It's literally yeah. just a planning and execution, bro. Yeah. It's a like fact. Anything. And yeah. that's something I... Yo, I, I learned at that, uh, at, at like working in hotels, talking to people. I met a dude, mm-hmm. and I tell this story because this story changed my life. Um, a dude was outside that hotel when I was working at Four Seasons. I was probably a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. And um, it's rich. I could tell it's rich. I was moving everything, drivers coming up, all that. Yo, the dude started talking to me, asked me what I do, asked me my major and stuff, took a liking to me. And mm-hmm. then he was like, Basically saying, like, you see the life, right? Like, he was like, but guess what I do? He was like, I'm over here thinking, like, some glamorous shit. He was like, everybody always thinking something glamorous or sexy. He was like, yo, I'm in the shit business. And I asked him, I was like, what you mean the shit business? He was like, I, uh, like, manufacture and sell porta potties. Yo, mm. he's rich as shit. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, yeah, like, and I'm talking big boy rich. Yeah. And it's like, he broke it down to me. It was telling me, like, yo, all these concerts, all these construction sites, all these motherfuckers, they gotta use the bathroom, bro. Yeah. All that's porta potties. He's like, yeah. and if you don't want to do porta potties, if you want to do concerts, you do. He do the uh, the trailer bathrooms, all that. But mm. yo, he built that up, and it's like an industry that's not oversaturated because nobody's thinking about shit yeah. like that. Everybody yeah. want to do something sexy. Yeah. Everybody yeah, want to be a designer. Everybody want to be this. And nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But meanwhile, somebody like him went to a lane that was empty, like yeah. the HOV, and he's flying past everybody. Took that shit over. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he's getting all Literally. the contracts, everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 took that shit over. <laughs> yeah, but nah. I'm like, yo, he's telling me, he's like, yo, they building a skyscraper. You know how long it take to build that? Like, a year. He was like, Damn, yo, that's, that's a true. year of a year contract. of renting and servicing porta potties for this this building that they building. Like, yo, yeah. and that's nonstop. And imagine if he's, like, one of the main people in the space. He's getting booked all over the place. Yeah. And then each time real estate goes up, Yo, he goes. He said up. he knows the dude that uh, he told me he got friends with the dude that does the fencing. So like wow. when you ever see fences that's gating off a, a construction site or a concert venue or something he like the outside, that. yeah, that's rent one eight hundred and rent a fence or something like that's a yeah. company that he knows the owner of that too. Yeah. Type shit. So, so yeah, you just, just breaking bread with the, yeah. the whole squad. Yeah, I'm like yo, and you realize like it's so many ways. That's why I was saying like whatever yeah. you want to do. It's a way to monetize. You just got to sit there and do it. And honestly, those would be the best ways because when you see all these people on the IG and stuff having courses, and it's too saturated. Yeah. Yeah, those are yeah. like, that's a rat race trying to figure out how to make money in that space because yeah. they're teaching people to do things in that space. Like, you need to go to the road less traveled if you're really trying to eat. Yeah, and their money is made off of quantity. So, of course, you know that a lot of people are going to be there. Yeah. If their job is to attract People to it, so yeah. Now nah, that makes sense, cause I uh, my, I think my first, not even my first, cause I, like I said, I worked in a hotel in Miami, so I've definitely met a lot of millionaires. But one I knew, um, cause my mom does business banking, or she used to for Wells Fargo, mm-hmm. and her uh, one of her biggest clients, multi-millionaire, he just replaces cell phone tower batteries, hmm. contract people out, send them up. They just replace the batteries for all the cell phone towers, and that's how you make his millions. Very boring. Very Ain't nobody think about that. You don't yeah. hear about that on no yeah. uh, black man too. On no podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm nobody telling you about those moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and those are the people I want to talk to. Like just yeah. to see, you know, and pick their brain. Because I took AP psychology in high school, and that's been that yeah. changed my life. Helped me yeah. be become more introspective and like dissect myself a bit. And then at the same time, I'm doing. Um, IT and getting into computers, going through an internship, getting paid like $500 a month. Yeah. This shit, but they give you room and board. They yeah. give you a, your own little studio apartment. I I'm tell like, shit, people, it, you got to get out there right and do here. things yeah. and meet people because, yo, ain't no telling. Yeah. Ain't no telling who going to throw the oop in your life. You know what I'm saying? Nah, and the more people you meet, the, the more chances and the probability. It's just a probability game, man. It's exposure. Yeah. It's meeting people. People take, especially... I feel like if you assess yourself and you know you're a likable person and, like, everywhere you go, people like you. It's the same thing. I've That's the same, like, uh, strategies we implement with music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I know we kind of all over the place, but I'm like, with music with Will, 
it's like, yo, we we look at what people like most about you and we test that on a small sample. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Maybe 100, 200, 300 people or your followers or whatever. And mm-hmm. then we understand that if we boost this with exposure, it's going to be the same outcome. So if literally we t- mm-hmm. talk to 100 people and 30 people like your music, that means if we talk to 100,000 people, 30,000 people going to like your music. If we talk to Numbers a million game. people, 300, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's simple. It's just yeah. about exposure and scaling now. And so yeah. that's why I'm like, you assess yourself the same way you would do a business. It's like, yo, if everywhere I go, people think I'm funny, I'm charming, I'm... I'm charismatic. You know what I mean? All these things. It's like, all right, cool. If I do that in Atlanta, that means if I go to other cities, they're going to feel that way. Mm. If I go to other countries, they're going to feel that way. And so I'm going to just keep building. And it's like, yo, build on that. And these are just like any other skill, like you playing a sport. Yo, if you're nice with layups, you keep doing layups every day, you get nicer and nicer. If if you're nice with that stuff and Mm. you keep doing all the time, it's like, it's like you're You're only sharpening. sharpening Yeah. Yeah. You're really sharpening these skills. Like, yo, I'm able to... Like, I have random conversations at the grocery store with the cashier. I'm the type of person that'd be like, yo, how you doing today? And really start talking to them while they ringing up my stuff. Like it's not really trying to get yeah, yeah. But it's also because I'm sharpening my skills. So when I get thrown in that, in that lion's den and I got to talk to people, I'm not nervous or I'm not because I do this every day. I, like, I talk every day. Like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, this comes yeah. easy. I think that's important for uh, especially men to know mm-hmm. uh, when whether, whether you're dating or just trying to. Because it's hard for us to also create friendships and, and connect with mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. Um, and it really just start that simple. Like just practice, practice conversations, bro. practice putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. Full circle moment. That hotel, uh, working at them hotels, that uh, showed me. Because, you know, coming from, you know what I'm saying, the hood and, and coming from areas where you don't really see people that's that's moving on that level, mm-hmm. people get nervous. You know what I'm saying? You get stage fright talking to those type of people. Yeah, but yeah. The, those conversations up there at them hotels and talking to those people, it's like, yo, these dudes ain't, you know what I'm saying? Not to shit on nobody, but yeah. I'm like, they ain't no, like, different <laughs> yeah. than their, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They yeah. just had better opportunities. Yeah. They might be a little more fine-tuned and smarter just because they situation exposure yeah. and what they had experienced. And they had but, more time. Most but they are regular people. Yeah. Like, yo, it's, it, bro, I done met a billionaire before. Yeah. Regular guy. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm seeing, like, he does certain things and he's very meticulous and strategic, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. At his core, he's a regular guy, bro. And that just started to show me, like, why do people get nervous talking to these folks, bro? Everybody's yeah. normal, bro. Yeah. His circumstances yeah. are different, but he's still a normal guy. And I, like, it, it took that that fear away. I'm able mm-hmm. to talk to anybody like they're regular because I realize they are regular. Yeah, that's a fact. They just got irregular circumstances or situations, but they're yeah. still a regular person. Yeah, that's a fact. The The, the base of them and the, yeah. the actual foundation of them is just being human, man. That's all this shit is. And I, it all stitches together because I did want to talk about moving forward at this point, what is happening with Will, what's happening with your business, Airbnb, houses, like what's the next thing for Schoon? Um, I mean, I, I, I think I've seen y'all at the TikTok office or uh, yeah, yeah, Spotify. We, like yeah. y'all really yeah, we've been moving, about to push it. So yeah, what's the next thing for? Uh, So which one you want me to speak on? So I, all of it. Anyone uh, that you can at bet. this point. Well, I'll speak on Will last because I feel like that's the most intricate to mm. speak on. Um, but uh, right now, real estate, still doing that uh, quietly. Mm. Uh, I don't really promote it as much uh, on my IGs because it's oversaturated. I feel mm. like everybody, you go Instagram, everybody taking pictures of houses, and that's their whole page. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I just, uh, You have an interesting way of doing it, though. Cause, yeah. Because uh, uh, I... Doing a study on you, and just to go back a little bit, and uh, I guess stitch it together even more. I like jumping kind of in and out of history. Mm-hmm. Photography. Yeah. And I, I talked to you about this. So I sent the uh, DM to you. I'm like, damn, you actually have like an eye. Because I noticed the way that you took pictures of certain shit or the yeah. way that you take pictures of yourself. Yeah. Like, no, nah, he actually, like, we know him for business, but he yeah. got a, a eye, too. Like, he's... Yeah, Very it's crazy. artistic in a way. Yeah, as well. I remember you said that. I appreciate that. Um, I wouldn't, I would never call myself like a, like a super like what's that left brain that they say for yeah. creatives? Yeah, yeah, like I feel like I'm definitely in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had that side to me, but I'm like a big movie buff, and um, mm. in the sense that I have like favorite directors, like the way they shoot, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. Christopher Nolan, like Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. uh, the Villanueva dude uh, mm-hmm. that did Dunes. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Certain people. Like, certain movies aesthetically pleasing just to look at. Mm. Like, I pay attention to how they 
how they shoot shit and how they transitions are. Like, that's how I watch movies. Like, shit, I ain't know that because I got a whole list. I can yo, see you now. Send them because yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, bro. I watch a movie. Like, I've probably seen over 2,000 movies easy. I see a movie yeah. every night. Like that's wow. how I go to sleep. If it's good, if it's good, I stay up. If yeah. it's bad, I go to sleep. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? That's that's I, I go to sleep watching movies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've seen a million, but um, yeah. So that's where that comes from, and I feel like the way I I curate my my Instagram, a lot of people give me a lot of praise for that, but my stories, I try to really like literally tell stories. Like yeah. all the way, everything is done. Like strategically, yeah. I'm talking about the damn the music choices. Yeah, if you hear the music and pay attention to the lyrics, the actual lyrics, I I made sure to slide that bar around until I found the right shit that yeah. I wanted to say to match with this to feel. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I understand yeah. coming together how it all like yeah. meshes and makes it like a. You know what I mean? Yeah, a, a whole journey. Experience yeah, experience. Yeah. Like, I look at Instagram as my channel. Like you know what I mean? Mm. When you watch my channel, I want you to really fuck with it. Yeah, no, so, that, that makes sense. Yeah, and that, I think that's why the. The way that you do business and the tie back into the real estate, it's saturated, but I feel like you got to do it different. Yeah, like yeah. it's just done different. My thing is, I'm I'm not a realtor in my mind. I'm a I'm a I'm a business person, bro. That's what I've always been. Like mm-hmm. I've been good at business my whole life, and I want to mm-hmm. keep it that. Real yeah. estate is a form of business, so therefore I'm good at real estate. Yeah. But I don't want to be a realtor. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like sure. I, I focus on pushing my brand is success in business. Mm-hmm. And because of that, people fuck with me with real estate and everything. And then trust me with business things, no matter yeah. what it is. And yeah. I feel like that's the best brand for me because I know how I move. I elevate. So it's like, well, I spend all my time focused on branding myself as a realtor when I know I'm not going to be in this space for my life. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be me for life. So yeah. I'm going to brand me for life because yeah. that's going to transition into whatever I do. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah so, that's but the real estate thing, uh, I do that. Uh, I've been fo- focusing. I got a partner, my boy Maury, and we do commercial deals uh, for mm. people. Very lucrative. It's uh, less chaotic, less hand and foot waiting on people. That's one thing that kind of drove me away from real estate. Uh, it mm. was cool. I was learning. I got mm. a free game. Um, seeing behind the scenes of how these things are done. I made relationship with, relationships with investors and shit. Mm. But deep down, one thing I noticed is, no matter how much money you make as a realtor, you still have a ton of bosses because every client is technically your boss. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if I made true. you my client and you wanted to look for a house, now you can call me at 7 in the morning and say, hey, bro, I want to see these houses today. And I got to get up and start moving. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't move this whole entrepreneur route to get away from being told what how to my do. day is going to be yeah. to now I if I'm working with six, seven clients, I'm stressed the hell out because I got six, seven bosses. Telling mm. me when they want to see properties, we time sensitive. They rushing me. When can you be free? Mm. It's like, damn, yeah. I don't have control of my life again. The whole point was to have control of my life. So, mm. I kind of strayed away from that, and that's what started, uh, like me focusing on commercial and stuff and doing things like without promoting it as much. It's more quality mm. over quantity, and then I started doing Airbnb because I felt like it's still in the real estate vein. Mm-hmm. I done learned a lot. I'm gonna do this, and this way I can make passive income. Set up the structure. Have cleaners, have people managing my spots. All I got to do is put up the money, move into them. You know what I mean? And yeah. get them right. Just put do them a little up on bit the of the footwork up. Yeah. yeah. And so that's how I got into that. Airbnbs was cool. Um, and I'm just trying to follow your question and, like, walk it down. Mm-hmm. Airbnbs was cool. Um, I was making good money for that. But then if you do the research now, it's over 10,000 Airbnb listings in it, the city of Atlanta alone. And they just locked down. I think you only have two at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, it, that hasn't been implemented for real yet. It's, okay. it's out there, but out of those 10,000 listings, last time I checked, it was only like hundreds, not even a thousand yet, of people that signed up for the license thing. So they uh, can't even enforce that rule yeah. because what you going to do, shut down 9,700? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like they have to get more people on board with the licensing and get them up to speed before they can even enforce this because you can't penalize 90% of the place. Yeah. So mm. And they're working in hand with Airbnb. So it's like mm. the city and Airbnb have to come Make together. Make an agreement. Yeah. yeah, to figure this out. Airbnb so, not going to shoot themselves in the foot. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to try to work with the city, but not at their own detriment. Yeah. So, But it's the writings on the wall. And then on top of that, like I said, when you got a million people promoting courses and stuff, just know the money's disappearing out of the space because that's why they're promoting courses. Because mm. now, since they can't make as much money in the space, we're going to make money off of y'all wanting to be in the space. Yeah. That's how it shifts. Whenever yeah. you start seeing people teaching something, that means they're not making as much money there no more. Like, mm. even with the stock people. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not yeah. saying they not, but when they start these discords and they got 
a thousand people signed up for fifty dollars a piece. Yeah. Now they playing with y'all money because that's fifty thousand dollars a month yeah, that they going. Yeah. So now it looks easy them. when they playing around it. Yeah. Because yeah. if they lose it, they gonna get it back next month from y'all. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, people forget that part of it, but yeah. you know, it's just higher thinking and really understanding the play. Yeah. But from there, I just like Airbnb started getting saturated. Uh, so many people in the space drives the price down. It's too competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm now having, a, like, units that I was doing 200 225 a night. I'm charging 130 140 just to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. But now you booked up all month, and you're only making 4000 some dollars minus mm-hmm. the rent, which is yeah. 26 2700 yeah, plus cleaning fees. Cheap. It's like, yo, I'm making $900 profit a month, yeah. 1000 off one unit. Yeah. That ain't... And the that possibility ain't what I got of your it. shit being fucked up yeah, and just having the wrong person in your shit. So <laughs> many ways it can get fucked up. And I'm yeah. like, the benefit is $1,000, $1,200 a month off each unit, which is still good. You got 10 units. That could be $12,000. Yeah. But it's just like, it's not what it was. Mm-hmm. Off 10 units, you could make $20,000 before it. But that's a lot to manage, though. It is. But it's all about systems. Yeah. Yeah. If you got if you got systems in place, you can do anything and scale. That's that's, that's what it takes. Um, that's true. And then other than Airbnb, uh, I was dealing with the stocks heavy. Um, I know up? you still dabble in. Yeah. Like you still. I mean, that's long play. Anyway, yeah, it's super long play. play. And I, like, I was super up, and yeah. I had to watch it come down. I'm like a down a, a sixty ball. You know what I mean right man, now? Yeah. But that's because of like crypto and all that been yeah. getting hit. Yeah. And we're gonna see, man. It's a cycle. I feel like in the next year or two. Really, two years when uh next election come around, it's like I, I pay attention to cycles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's not going nowhere. Yeah, everything's cyclical. So yeah. it's like, yeah, they take major dips, but they bounce back up. So I'm like, yeah. two years, I'll be back in the green. So I just don't even pay attention to it for yeah. right now. It's best to, it's best not to even look at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so detached. I didn't I didn't did so many business ventures. And, you know what I mean? I try to tell people my my batting average is, is, is pretty solid. But I'm like, bro, on average, I think – Twenty five percent of the the uh, the risks I take succeed, mm. and I'm like, that's a decent success yeah, rate. People good. don't understand that, but I'm like, so for every four things I do, one of them gonna hit. Gonna hit yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I look at it yeah. every time, and I feel like I gain a lot of uh, like friends and, and people in different spaces. I gain a lot of knowledge and experience, but that's a good that's a good little ratio. Yeah. One out of four. Just from taking the hit. risk. Yeah. Just from taking the risk, you get a lot more, even if it is a, a, a I mean, an L lesson. Yeah. You know? And, and then like, you get intangibles and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you can't really, like, uh, sum up on paper. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, yo, I meet other risk takers in the process. So it's like, now I can, I have new tribes to brainstorm yeah. and think now you with. you combine everything. Yeah. And yeah. now, yeah, we... Now I got your experience, so you didn't tell me about the ten things you did that didn't hit. Yeah, I can tell you about the ten things I did that didn't hit. So yeah. now we could avoid doing that. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so between that and then finding people that's ahead of you in the game, mentors that's already been where you've been and going where you, now they at where you're trying to go. Like that's how you start to foolproof and get that twenty five percent success rate to be a fifty mm-hmm. and eventually seventy five, eighty. Shit, who yeah. knows? You might be a hundred percent dude eventually. Yeah. I mean, all you need to do is. One one hundred, yeah, can take you a very yeah. long way. That's so, what I'm yeah. saying. One thing can hit and change everything, bro. Yeah. That's um, a fact. But yeah, then, uh, so the stocks, the Airbnb stuff, real estate, um, and then I guess I, I do a whole bunch of other little stuff. But at the end of the day, we can go to uh, Will and um, me and him been friends since like 2015, I believe. We met 2014, 15. Mm. Uh, basically, off the I had an idea, uh, the Atlanta Fournier brand. And just joking, playing around, um, end up saying some shit about Atlanta for me. Basically saying, like, Atlanta, the new L.A. type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got all these movies here, and we was making mm-hmm. jokes, and I said something about Atlanta for you, And I just kept the name, wrote it down in my notes. I was like, I want to do something. I want to do a shirt or something. And somebody connected me with Will. I forgot who it was, um, but shout out to them. <laughs> but, That's fire. you know what I'm saying? Literally, it was like, yo, my man, he do grab, like, Will was dabbling with graphics. He's, like, a computer-savvy dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, yo, we linked he helped me come up with the shirt. I was like, yo, you want to go in business? Just, like, let's do it. Fucking, really do this Like, shit. yeah, let's do yeah. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I liked how he thought. Like, me and him on the same wavelength as far yeah. as how we think. And um, he's, like, OCD type. Like, got to mm-hmm. have everything, like, a structured. Line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was perfect as a partner. And so I was like, bet. I was like, you want to do this? So we became partners on Atlanta Fournier together. And mm-hmm. that's how our friendship started. And then so when I came up with the idea to do a car business, he was like, yo, I want in. So we did car business together. Me, him, and then my other homie Mike. Uh, it was like three of us. We started the car business together. Ain't and nothing then, like finding niggas who want to make money. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. It's yeah. like yo, 
Like, and then after that, I mean, he was already rapping and doing stuff. I wasn't really involved. His his rap career, he would have hiatuses and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually did the cover for one of his projects, The Doors Project, like, mm-hmm. taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, we was always kind of there, yeah. but we didn't think about it. And then, like, officially in, like, 2018, he was, mm-hmm. like, telling me, like, bro, I really think, you know what I mean? Because he respects my business mind and my acumen. He was like, yo, I really think we could do this together and you could be like my manager. And it, so I was like, you know what, bro, if I'm be anybody's manager, if I got to be around anybody, it's a nigga I'm already around. Yeah. Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it ain't even like I got to yeah. go on my way to be there. Yeah. And I fuck with your music. I fuck with you. Like, let's yeah. do it. And so, yeah, bro, ever since then we locked in and over the last like year, year and a half, shit been going kind of crazy. We didn't did our own shows. We didn't, uh, the we, shows have been crazy bro. too. I don't have homies hit me like, yeah, bro, it's this perform- shit is crazy. Bro, Will got star quality. Yeah, he, uh, he he performs his ass off. I was about to say stage presence is, is really good. Yeah. yeah, music is good, all that. And then you know, it's like it's like playing basketball, bro. The more shots you put up, the better you get. Like, yeah, his music is getting better and better. He's y'all got the clothing, y'all got the merch. Yeah, everything online. We yeah. did so much shit together. We know how we work together. Everything. So, um, yeah, but now we're aligned with some people, some big dogs. Uh. In the game, we got to introduce some people, you know, just working and meeting people and getting yeah. handed off. Uh, the homie, Hollywood Cole, uh, we mm. met him a couple years back, mm. and shit, he was just bubbling up. Like, I think he had some placements at the time, nothing super big, but mm. shit, he just got his first Grammy. Uh, was he Grammy nominated, or did he receive it? I don't even know. It was with Jack Harlow's project. Damn, uh, okay. Yeah, he did hella songs on Jack Harlow's project. But he's done Damn. shit for Lil Wayne, Drake, all that. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, Producer? bro. Yeah, Hollywood Cole. He was wow. actually in that oh, video, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, videos yeah. that just went off the screen. Yeah. Yeah, when it was um in the in the jumpsuits, like, on, at work or whatever, mm-hmm. and they called up, yeah, that's him. Wow. That's the producer. But, yeah, he did a lot of uh, beats or whatever. And then, um, Connections, man. Bro, we literally was there on the ground floor, and now he's turning up. Will's turning up. And it's just like everybody doing their thing in their respective lanes. And it's just dope, bro. It's just dope. Yeah. We got introduced some other people. It's a dude named Al, Al Branch. We was actually with him yesterday at uh, the, the Metro Boomin event. Yeah, but he's got involved, uh, part of his management situation. And it's just like, bro, so it's a lot of it's a lot of good Which things. It's actually baking out. It's actually we, uh, growing. It's forming. And then to just show shed light on the business aspect of things, we just went out to L.A. We was out there for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that shit looks so wild. Yeah, and yeah. so we threw the party out there. And this people, was last minute, or y'all went out there? Nah, we went out the there with that. To... Yeah, so we brainstormed an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the party was actually, we thought about it, and you know, I got a, a background in throwing parties. I'm, I know how to do it. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Instead of doing concerts in a market that we ain't really tested, because analytics say LA is one of the strongest markets. I actually think it's number one over Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, so LA is like his strongest market, according to Spotify uh, mm-hmm. analytics. So he's like, yo, we're going to start taking the top markets on your analytics, let's say, to five, top five cities. And we're going to plan ahead to do a concert in each city. But before we do that, we're going to throw a party in each city so mm. we can galvanize and get everybody out. Mm. And what we're going to do is this information is data, bro. It's the reason why Facebook's worth millions. Yeah, you know, billions. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like data. So what we're going to do is do these parties. We're going to do some fly shit. We're not going to do it at no clubs. We're going to do private house parties, like at fly-ass cribs, yeah. and fucking do the RSVP. It's free to everybody. But the RSVP is going to get the information. Yeah, we that's had, what you need. Yeah, we had over 400-something RSVPs in L.A. So now uh-huh. we turn around. We're going to do this at each city that's in his top markets. I think it's like uh, San Francisco, Portland, a couple areas, Atlanta, New York. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do these parties in each of these cities. When we touch down, we're going to— Show love like we did in LA. We uh mm-hmm. book DJs, local DJs out there that's popping. We had yeah. an ear to the streets. We cool with them now. Um, mm-hmm. it's just everybody's t- tap in with their culture. Yeah, tap in with their culture. Show yeah. love their culture. Give money their culture. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We hiring y'all bartenders for the event. Yeah. We hiring security for the event. We hiring DJs for the event. We you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We didn't like we we fucking with we nurture relationships. Of social media because yeah. you, you found the security through just yeah asking like, asking yo. yeah you saw it in real time yeah. Yeah. set up this whole jump but I'm like so now we fucking with y'all on a different level we help people make some money everything was cool everybody enjoyed themselves we got over 400 RSVPs and those are the same people we gonna market to when we flip back around and do the shows yeah so now shit when we do the shows we might have have them like yo we are gonna do another party in y'all city but. It's going to be an after party for the show. Yeah. So y'all going to come out to the show, show love. Y'all already know us. We party turned y'all shit up last time. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. come support the homie. We're going to yeah. put some of y'all artists on the show, on the bill. Yeah. Show love. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what you're supposed to do in everybody's city. Yeah. And afterwards, we're going to party again. Like, that's, and just build. Yeah. Bro, I mean, but that was the plan. That was a strategy. strategy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and bro. And y'all came up with this shit, like... Cooking. Just smoking and talking on the balcony, cooking the whole plan up. Wow. And as soon as we had the whole plan in motion, it was like, all right, let's do it. We on Instagram. We tapping in with all our homies in L.A. Like, hey, who the best DJs out there? They sending us pages. All right, cool. Mm. Reaching out to the DJs. Who the best this? Who the best that? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just tapping in with the culture. Shit, we're going to do one in Paris. I know hella people in Paris. Bro, I'm tapped in in Paris. <laughs> like, <laughs> That'd be hard. Yeah, imagine that. Going I, to Paris I and doing an event like that. I definitely have to pull up for some shit like that. Yo, That's hard. You making friends, you making memories all around the world. So this real shit. Like, it's one thing to scale your numbers and your streams on Spotify, but you see what happens. Like, yeah. certain artists these days can't even sell shows out yeah, that's because true. they too uh, attracted and addicted to those numbers on these platforms, and they can't yeah, pull them in real life. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's like sometimes it's even better to motherfucking really go out here and touch the people, shake hands, kiss babies, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and really yeah. get on the ground floor because, shit, fuck all them numbers. I mean, the yeah. numbers Will did was great. Yeah. Like, what, 500-something thousand yeah. streams this yeah. year? And uh, only like on, Just on Spotify. Well, it wasn't even that many projects. He only dropped Honestly. nine songs. Yeah, One nine project songs. and some singles. But I'm yeah. like, but fuck all that. That's cool. Yeah. But if we can go places and sell out 150-person, 200-person venues in each city, that's that's respectable. Yeah. That's monetization. That's yeah. that's something like labels fuck with. Yeah. And More you, so and than because the streams can always come. It. Yeah. Like yeah. the you can you can run up streaming just off marketing and inflating yeah. numbers and all kinds that's of stuff. That's what I'm like saying. Like, you like, can throw money at the that. Labels it'll can do handle it. the streaming. Yeah. They looking at like, oh, this nigga sell tickets. Yeah. He put bodies in, in <laughs> yeah. seats. That's like, what you know get saying? sponsorship deals. That's yeah. what get brand deals. That's what get everything. Even the parties we about to do. That's why we had to do it so structured with the analytics and the RSVPs and like, yo, because you got to make pitch decks for these alcohol companies. Yeah. Nigga, we fronted all that money. Yeah. We took the hit yeah. on that. We stayed in L.A. for two weeks in a nice-ass crib. Yeah. We all had our own rental cars where we took some hits on yeah. some bread, but that's a one-time hit. This is a pilot yeah. episode, nigga. We're going to yeah. show them this. And <laughs> yeah. in every party after this, on the back best believe, motherfucking shout-out to whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. We in talks with Hennessy. We in talks with uh, yeah. Moet. They done the same brand, like Umbrella. Yeah. We yeah. talks with all of them, so we're going to figure out who we're going to use for these parties because I damn sure ain't paying for yeah. all that shit again. Nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Other people money. Yeah, all the time. Open you up. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is a good place to 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 end it, man. I appreciate yeah. you coming through. Well, you already know. Thank you. Uh, episode six, that's a good question. I'm definitely excited to edit this shit. And, and yeah, let drop me know, it. man. Let me know. So, we're going to yeah, do it again, good. though. I want to do this because I want to take this kind of worldwide, to be honest with you. I want to do this shit in, in a Paris, like uh-huh. outside, fucking Bro. just scenery in the background. I want to do this shit in different cities, different states. So even if I got to follow y'all to, Yo, when y'all doing the fucking tour. Let me know. I'm I, telling I'm you. Down. I want to take everybody I know to Paris, bro. I love Paris, bro. <laughs> I nah, love that place. I, I got to go. I, I went to Italy not too long ago. Um, How'd you like it? I, I think I could live there. For real? Yeah. I liked was... it, too. I went uh, a couple of years ago. It was my mom. was like a little vacation. I was in a relationship at the time. So it was cool. That's but definitely a place to... you go yeah. for a relationship. But just the the people, the culture, the way they dress, the food. Yeah. All of that shit, just the way the streets look, architecturally, just all that shit was fire to me. So. Yeah. That's not... Paris is similar. Like, uh, the, the architecture in all them countries is kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, bro, it's, it's just a vibe. It's just different. It's a breath of fresh air. All right, bet. Well, shit, we're going to take the shit on the road then. Yes, sir. All right, we out. That's a good question. Episode six. Schoon, thank you, man. Appreciate you for having me. We're going to do it again.